0: Wonderful, wonderful. Well, uh, we've come to that time when we're going to open the Bible together. So if you have a Bible in your house, why don't you run and grab that now? And if you don't have a Bible, then why don't you head over to the App Store and download one? Um, We say this every week, but we can thoroughly recommend the Bible. (laughs) And and, uh, if you've never read it, now's a good time to start. So uh, this week I was on a Zoom chat with my parents um, who live in Devon with my Nan and my dad was complaining because he has a whole bunch of Tesco Clubcard vouchers Uh, that he was intending on using going to the cinema or going for a meal out and obviously he's not able to use them right now um with Tesco's it's a really great deal because I think it's for every £2.50 you spend Tesco give you £7.50 in return so you can practice you can have a meal on them or whatever I don't work for Tesco's by the way I'm not like (laughs) promoting them but anyway so my dad had acquired all these points and uh But he wasn't able to use them and also they were due to expire. And so he was complaining. So I said to him, well, you know, why don't you head over to uh, Tesco's online and see if they've got any garden furniture or something like that that you could purchase instead. Anyway, they went over, they had a look online and apparently Tesco's have no garden furniture Mm. online. In fact, they have no garden anything online right now. You see, my parents had received all the benefits that Tesco Club Card had to offer, yet they were completely useless to them. It's completely useless. They're worthless. They're unable to use them. All that money spent, all that time collecting up these points, and now they're obsolete. Mm. It's been rendered useless. And as Christians, we have received from Jesus a whole bunch of benefits that we can use. We can use. They're not going to expire or run out or become worthless to us. We can use them whenever we want, wherever we are, and they are freely available to us. Even in this strange and anxious time that we're living in, um, when really what we have known Life as we have known it is starting to crumble away and the future remains unknown to us all right now. And so today we're going to look at some of the key benefits that Jesus gives to his people. And that Paul is emphasising in his letter that he's writing to the church in Philippi whilst he's in prison. And so this morning we're going to continue in our wee little series called The Prison Letters. So we're going to read two verses. We're in Philippians 2 this morning. And I'm going to read two verses from chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Therefore... If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any companion, sorry, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. So here we see that the apostle Paul, he is pressing home again. This need, um, his passion really is this need for healthy relationships, healthy relationships. Like Chuck said last week, Paul is determined that his friends should make a stand against the enemy. By keeping themselves close to one another, together and united, refusing to allow kind of any kind of cracks to develop that could form actually relational breakout or isolation, relational breakdown even, (laughs) not breakout, and isolation. But what I found so fascinating, actually, in this passage is the things that Paul just assumes. You see, he just assumes that his friends in Philippi are 100% fully and completely receiving every single benefit that Jesus brings. And not only are they receiving those benefits, but actually they are making sure that they're taking root in their lives. They're being pressed down in their lives. And so the question that we are asking today is what difference does following Jesus make? And am I receiving all the benefits that Jesus has to offer me? And so I can see four benefits that Jesus brings into our lives um, from this text that we've just read and actually all from verse one. So why don't I read that again and I'll highlight to you the four benefits that I can see. So if you have an encouragement, first benefit, from being united with Christ, if any comfort, second benefit, from his love, If any common sharing, third benefit, in the spirit. If any tenderness and compassion, fourth benefit, then make my joy complete. And so it goes on. And so there are four benefits that we are gonna look at this morning. And I'm gonna call those benefits, encouragement, comfort, family, and God's heart. So benefit number one, Jesus offers encouragement, from being united with Christ. I'm sure for many of us, as we look back over our lives, we can think of a time where we were deeply encouraged by someone because it has a profound effect on our lives, doesn't it? It's actually etched into our memories and it's sealed into our hearts. So just imagine the kind of encouragement that we can receive when we are joined and we are connected to Jesus. Jesus, the King of Kings, the saviour of the world. You see, earthly encouragement is beautiful and precious, but Jesus's encouragement is on a completely different level because it's life transforming and shaping and changing, filling our bodies, our minds, our spirits with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit who pours courage and hope and peace and understanding into the whole of us, connecting our spirit to his spirit. And for many of us over these last long, long weeks, we have known what it feels like to feel alone and isolated and discouraged. For many of us, we have gone through or we are going through our own personal pain, our own heartbreak right now. And it's in these times especially that Jesus, he wants to come. He wants to come and he wants to meet us exactly where we are and he wants to come and lift that heavy burden from us. He wants to come and wipe away our tears. He wants to come and fill us with his presence and I love what it says in Matthew. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. Jesus, he says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And this is the daily encouragement that Jesus offers all of us no matter whether you've been a Christian for a really long time or you're just starting out on this faith adventure. And it is what has marked my life, is what has changed and transformed my very being over and over and over again through childhood and teenage illness through acute depression and suicidal thoughts from being a wee sick girl in hospital to being a broken teenager to being a deeply depressed woman. Jesus has always been with me. He has never left me. He's never walked away from me. And he has met me in my brokenness. He has met me in my pain. You see, Jesus, he comes and he meets us there in those places And I remember uh, when I was seriously depressed, I remember having uh, a picture of myself at the bottom of this really um, horrible, slimy pit. And I remember looking up and seeing the old me, the me that I used to be walking around um, above my head, just kind of going about her daily business and thinking to myself, how am I ever going to get out of this pit and be that girl again? And then I saw Jesus and Jesus came and he came into my pit and he met me in my pit. And Jesus spoke to me and he wiped my tears. And over a period of time, Jesus helped me out of that pit. And I remember one particular moment where, again, I had this picture and I was in the pit and Jesus was with me. And I saw Jesus and I saw him get down on his knees in this disgusting pit, you know, of mire and muck and filth. Beautiful Jesus go down on his knees and I saw him lower himself. His back was bent down and I was thinking, what are you doing? And then I realised it was so I could stand on his back and get out of the pit. You see, I never did become that girl that I was so desperate to be. Instead, because of Jesus's love and kindness, he transformed me into a completely different girl. Mm. Benefit number two, Jesus offers comfort from his love. I love these verses. Zephaniah 3 verse 17 says this, The Lord your God is with you he is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quieten you with his love. He will rejoice over you as singing. I love that. It's so precious, isn't it? In fact, I love it so much, I'm going to read it to you again. And this time, why don't you just make yourself comfortable for a moment? And if you're able and you're willing, why don't you close your eyes? Just receive these words that Jesus is speaking over you. And maybe if you're comfortable, why don't you hold your hands out? That's a sign of saying, I'm receiving all that you have for me, all that you're saying to me, Lord. Why don't you just do that now? Let me read Jesus's words to you today. The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quieten you with his love. He rejoices over you with singing. Now just stay in that place. Just stay in that place of just receiving all that the Lord has for you right now. And we just invite your spirit, Lord, to go deeper now. Come and have your way. Come and quieten us with your love. Come and quieten the storms that are surrounding us. Mm. Come and quieten the fear and the panic that so often feels like it can swallow us up. Quieten the pain of sorrow. Come and quieten the pangs of loneliness, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, come and quieten our thoughts, quieten our hearts, quieten our bodies with your love. Pour in your peace, pour in your love. Go deeper, Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Well, that was lovely, wasn't it? Mm. You see, Jesus... He offers us comfort every single day. His comfort and his love is freely available to us. And all we have to do is receive it. That's all we have to do. There is nothing too big, too painful, too difficult, too ugly, too earth shattering that his love cannot come and envelop. He is the only one, the only one who can quieten us with his love. Oswald Chambers, who was an early 20th century Scottish Baptist minister, he describes it like this. In the midst of the awesomeness, a touch comes, and you know it is the right hand of Jesus Christ. You know it is not the hand of restraint, correction, nor chastisement, but the right hand of the everlasting Father. Whenever his hand is laid upon you, it it gives inexpressionable peace and comfort and the sense that underneath are the everlasting arms full of support, provision, comfort and strength. And today there is an invitation that is available to you. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this comfort and this strength and this love and these benefits that you can receive and you want to, then towards the end of our time together today, we are going to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. So I'm just giving you a heads up now about that. Okay, benefit number three. Jesus offers family from his spirit. So Paul here, he's writing about the fellowship, the partnership that we receive when we become a Christian. When we become a Christian, we we become part of a family, a huge family. In fact, we're not isolated anymore. We're not on our own, but we're part of God's family. And Chuck spoke last week, brilliantly, I might add, my darling, about how this happens. That through the work of the Holy Spirit, how we are knitted together. And over the last couple of months, I know that many of you who are watching this morning, you've discovered faith, which is incredible. Maybe you're invited to watch church at home. Maybe a friend or a family member showed you the link and you thought you'd give it a shot. Maybe you were surfing online and you stumbled across us. Or maybe just in these times that we are living in, it's got you thinking and and you're thinking there's got to be more to life than what I am currently living. And however you got here, we are delighted that you're here. And so what you did was you pressed the button to say, yes, I want to give my life to Jesus. You said the prayer where you committed your life to Jesus and you did all of that in isolation, in lockdown, all by yourself. Well, wherever you are in the world, what you need to know is that you are not on your own, that you are part of a much, much bigger family. I heard um, a senior pastor speak about uh, when his wife died. And when the grief came, it was his relationships in his church, in his connect group that kept him going. And uh, this connect group was a small number of people that would meet every single week and they would do life together. They became his shelter and they would do life together. They covered a whole heap of ground together. They would pray. They would laugh. They would um, cry together together. But they became his storm shelter when he needed them. And he spoke about the power of connect groups. And he spoke about how not only can we be a shelter for someone else when they are going through their storms, but actually when the storm hits us, we have a shelter that we can run to. And I love that. You see, right now there are people in our church who are going through it, unbelievably so. People who are grieving, people who are battling cancer and sickness, people who have had major operations, people who are struggling with their mental health, people who are really concerned about their finances and their jobs, people having a really tough time just trying to navigate working from home and homeschooling. You know, it's precisely for these very moments that connect groups are there because they become our storm shelters. And I've been hearing stories of what's been happening amongst the connect groups. And it's just amazing, you know, people picking up shopping for one another, dropping off baking and little gifts on the doorstep. We've got people sending encouragement through emails and texts and WhatsApp and little um, recording their voices and text messaging through to other people. It's amazing what's been happening. I've heard about how people over video calls are kind of virtually stretching out their hands and praying for people who are physically unwell, praying for people for the peace of God to um, to land on them. And, and what I'm hearing is that the Spirit of God is falling on those people. It's amazing that people are encountering the Holy Spirit in such profound and powerful ways during this time. Food parcels that are being delivered. It's just amazing, and the biggest thing that I'm loving is everyone is supporting everyone. It's wonderful. One wee story that I heard this week, which I just loved, was one particular lady was going through a really tough time. She'd had a bad week, um, homeschooling, family life, all of that. It was just it was just a lot for her for that particular week. And then out of the blue, someone in her Connect group sent her a um, a package. And within that, there was a whole bunch of gifts. One of them was a game that them as a family could play. But also what they had done is they had taken a photo of this gorgeous family. And from that photo, they had turned that into a jigsaw for them. How lovely is that? What I heard was for this lady, it boosted her. She suddenly realized there are people that are looking out for me. There are people that are encouraging me. There are people who are praying for me. You see, we all need a shelter from the battering that life can bring us. And so if you aren't in a connect group right now, my strong encouragement to you is why don't you be in one? And the easiest way that you can connect in and join a connect group is just by emailing connectgroups at catalysts.fin. Let's receive all the benefits that God has given us. God hasn't left us uh, to be an individual Christian. The Christian life is a team event, right? It's a team event. Okay, finally, benefit number four, Jesus offers God's heart, tenderness and compassion. We all know, don't we, that as we begin to grow up, we realize that life really isn't a bed of roses. We receive knocks and setbacks and rejection. Blame is is dished out and shame slides in. People, situation, circumstances, they all leave their mark. Pain and wounds and the occasional knife in the back. It does distort and it does twist our hearts. Guilt starts to stack up and fear Runs a mock around us and insecurity lies behind every door that we open. And so, what do we do? We pull back, we hold back, we harden our hearts. But with Jesus, with Jesus, he not only gives us a different kind of life, he gives us a different kind of heart. And I love what God says in Ezekiel, Ezekiel 36 verse 26. He says this, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and I'll give you a heart of flesh. You see, God comes and he takes our cracked, our broken, our hardened hearts and he trades it for a heart that is full of love and tenderness. God's heart is poured into us. It's poured into us. So it makes our heart one of tenderness, actually reversing the hardening effects of our heart. It's a reversal of that. It's beautiful. And then as we receive this tender heart that Jesus gives us, we start to see differently. We start to think differently. We feel differently. Our actions towards other people become one of thought and of care and of consideration and of compassion where it wasn't before. One lady in our church who recently became a Christian um, She had given her life to the Lord and uh, she realised that God had given her a heart that was full of compassion for those who who were struggling in her community. She struggles herself, but until Jesus came into her life, it just wasn't on her radar in any way. But now she's organising clothes swaps and toy giveaways. You see, her heart has been broken for those in her community, those around her. Only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus can change and renew and mend hearts. Only he can do that. Only he can come and fill us with his love and his tenderness and his compassion for other people. So that we can time and time again keep offering love, offering love, offering love, no matter what comes back at us. Only Jesus can do that. You see, the very best trade we could ever receive is Jesus's heart for our heart. Why don't we pray? Mm. And Lord, we want to receive all your benefits, every single one of them. And I just pray now, Father, that you just highlight areas in our lives, maybe where we're not receiving fully what you would want us to receive. Particularly, Lord, a heart of compassion, a heart of love. Would you go deeper with that, Lord? Would you show us people maybe who we struggle with, we find difficult? Would you break our our hearts for them? Would you surge through our bodies, Lord, with the power of your spirit? Amen.